Today is March the 24th. How should we treat our Christian friends? Let's find out together as we read Jesus' teachings in Matthew and Mark. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Matthew chapter 17, verse 24, to the end of chapter 18. You'll find a parallel passage and one additional paragraph in Mark 9.33 to 50. As you read through those uh, paragraphs, you would have seen several different uh, stories uh, of, of Jesus's ministry. How one time he paid the temple tax, uh, then after that, a series of teachings that Jesus gave. He gave a teaching about who was greatest in the kingdom of God. He gave a teaching about one who cast out demons in Jesus' name, but was it one of the twelve? Then we have warnings about temptations and, and a lost sheep, about uh, reconciliation, and about unforgiveness. Now remember that at this point in Jesus' ministry, Peter has said that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Peter and the twelve recognize Jesus as the Messiah. And they're beginning to understand that there's something different about Jesus. He is one of us, but he's more. He's also the Son of God. In the second half of Matthew and Mark, Jesus begins to teach what it means to be a disciple. And we catch a lot of that teaching right here. Jesus has just announced for the second time that he would die. And we get, following up on that, uh, the teaching that a child is the greatest in God's kingdom. Um, how unusual is that? Jesus essentially says, don't judge a book by its cover. That's kind of what he's doing as well when he talks about the man who has a hundred sheep and when he realizes one is missing, he goes looking for it. Don't judge a book by its cover. The sheep that's lost is important. The exorcist, who's not one of the twelve, but casts out demons in Jesus' name, is a follower. Don't judge a book by its cover. In discipleship, we look around. Our tendency is to want to see people who look just like us and do just what we do. But instead, we find different people. Jesus is setting his disciples up for the time when the church will consist of not only members of the nation of Israel, but members of the nation of Rome and other nations that lived around them as well. Jesus goes on. He says in chapter 18, verse 15, if another believer sins 
against you. Go privately and point out the offense. Jesus says, in discipleship, your relationship with each other is crucial. In discipleship, reconcile when there's a problem with someone else. In verse 35, he's just given a parable of a debtor who owned an astronomical debt. What he owed his master was completely unbelievable. He owed more than Rome would collect in tax from the nation of Israel over the next three years. The master forgives that servant of his debt. The servant then goes out, finds another to whom he had lent money. The debt that that man owned was large, but it was reasonable. It was several hundred dollars. The servant who had been forgiven chokes him. He grabs him by the throat. He throws him into prison. And he says, I won't let you out of here until you pay me everything that you owe me. When the first master finds out what's happened, he condemns the servant who did not forgive and says, that's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from the heart. We're to reconcile as disciples. We're to forgive each other as disciples. And then in the middle, we jumped over a section where Jesus talks about temptation, but he uses some unusual wording there. He talks, first of all, about how the little ones make up God's kingdom. In verse 6 of Matthew 18, he says, if you cause one of these little ones who trusts in me to fall into sin. Now, the word that he uses is skandalizo in Greek. It is related to the word for a stumbling block. He's literally saying, if you cause someone else to stumble as you teach them to follow me, it'd be better if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. He then talks about temptation. This is the passage where he says, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. It's the very same word. If your hand is a stumbling block, if your foot or your eye is a stumbling block, get rid of it. Now, what does all this have to do with forgiveness and reconciliation? Jesus is saying, don't behave like the Pharisees. The Pharisees, instead of teaching people to follow God, put all kind of stumbling blocks in people's way. They make it hard to follow God. Jesus says, I want you to put your arms around others. Lead them along to follow me. Reconcile with them. Forgive them. 
Don't judge them by external appearances. We started with the question, how should we treat our Christian friends? The bottom line is Jesus says, treat them like family. Treat them like a little child who needs someone to come alongside, put their arm around them and lead them on. Reconcile with them when they've offended you. Forgive them when they've done something against you. Don't make it hard for them to follow me. Make them family. Please like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, is salvation important?